0: Over the years, financial advice has gone from focusing on investments to taking into account people's specific savings goals. That approach is called goals based investing. And while it's more commonplace now, when financial advisor Ronald Janssen pioneered the concept in 2002, no one was quite sure what to make of his ideas. I'm Brian Borzykowski, and welcome to the Goals Based Investing podcast, a ten part series where we explore the idea of goals based investing A financial planning approach developed by Ronald, who is now managing director of goals-based planning at Ortec Finance. In our third episode, we go back to the past to find out how Ronald came up with this idea and then look toward the future to see how the advice industry will continue to evolve from here. Ronald, thank you again for joining us in our third episode of Goals-Based Investing Podcast. Thank you for being here again, uh, Brian. So for this one, I want to get a little a little more personal. I hope you don't mind, uh, but uh, you were an advisor once, and you started gold-based investing. That that was your idea. But let's let's go back to when you were an advisor, and I'm curious to know what it was like then. What was financial advice like then, and how has that evolved over the years?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Then I need to go back. Uh, quite a few years. So um, yeah, when I was an advisor, I was a financial planner. And at that time, uh, I made a financial plan for yeah, the high net worth individuals. Uh, that's the segment I serviced at that moment. Yeah, it was really a challenge to give good advice and translate that to the product and uh, investments that were available at that moment. So we made a financial plan with a deterministic return, a fixed return for different portfolios. But yeah, in the end, it's all about the clients. Uh, Yeah, there were goals, but uh, it was really difficult to make a plan and show that it was possible to reach the goal, but there were also investment risks. So uh, the challenge at that moment was really, how can I translate the goals into realistic and good investment portfolios? And yeah, that's why I started also with goal-based planning at the early 2000s to yeah, bring that added value in the market to help advisors to translate goals to personal goals of clients because there's the added value in the end. And it's really a big impact if you advise a defensive or an aggressive portfolio to a client in the probability to reach that and also to manage the risk over time. So yeah, that was yeah one important mm-hmm. reason to start with this. And uh, yeah, uh, now
0: we can do that. And I'm really happy with that. How did people react when you uh, kind of took this different approach? I mean, it was different. You said early 2000s. Um, how, how did clients uh, feel about uh, goals-based investing back then when you were first uh, starting it out? Yeah.
1: So at that moment, it was a market where the interest rate was around 4 to 5%. They had an experience of the 90s mm-hmm. that the returns were really high, 10 or 11 uh, or 12%. And yeah, it was really an investment market. So and it was quite easy to invest and get a return, a good return, because the average returns were quite high. But then we had 2001, there was uh, the first crisis coming in after uh, 10, 12 good years. And then it was resonating with a lot of people that we also need to pay attention about investment risk and what's the impact on the advice on clients and how to manage the expectations of clients. So that was a uh, really big change at that moment.
0: It does seem like some of those conversations are much, uh, you know, more front and center right now. Risk um, goals—it's not just about investing. And I wonder, uh, you know, over the years, that uh, you know, advice. How has that changed? How have you seen sort of the trends around advice change?
1: Yeah, when you look at the the, the change, you see that it's uh, going more and more in the direction of a holistic approach. So it's not only the investment portfolio, but it's more. Uh, all the investment of the clients, uh, it's more about the client, the goals, but also the cash flows that are in place. And when you see uh, different client segments, you see there are also different needs. But you see everywhere that everybody is trying to automate the advice as much as possible because the cost of financial advice is quite, still quite high then you look at the financial plan. Yeah, most advisors uh, yeah, need eight to 10 hours to make a financial plan. And then you have also the conversation. So it's quite expensive. So everybody is looking, uh, can we automate the advice in a better way? So uh, it costs less time and we can give more clients advice in a good way. So that's uh, an important development in that area. And what's also important, I think, is that in the past, but it's still the case, I think a lot of advisors are talking about the returns, and then they say, yeah, my client wants to talk about returns. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Uh, It's (laughs) the advisor that talks about returns, and that's why clients ask about returns. You see, when advisors are talking more about goals and other things, uh, they have less questions around returns. So that's also a development that, uh, yeah, uh, advisors are talking more about other things next to returns, and it's not the only focus. And another one I see is that it's really important that uh, as an advisor, you explain to your clients why you give a certain advice. So the client understands why the advice is given, and they then they are more committed. And that's also where we see a change, because a lot of companies use a questionnaire to determine the risk profile, but in the end, the client doesn't know. And understand why he's investing in balanced. So uh, you need to give insight in the risk and return perspective to uh, show the client why he needs to invest in this portfolio and uh, is aligned with his goals. So that's also
0: a change, the why. Mm -hmm. And and when you were having these conversations with clients back in the day, um, and maybe even today when you're you're talking to, to people who are investing, I mean, what was the conversation like maybe before goals based investing was part of your the way you work and how do those conversations change after yeah when you, when you look at uh, conversations before the really
1: the goals based approach it was really about conversations around the investment portfolio yeah what kind of companies do you want to buy in your investment portfolio and yeah how the investment portfolio is constructed so that's an, one topic Another topic is yeah, the drive of regulation. So you see, know your customer is more and more important. So all financial organizations are collecting a lot of data of the client, of his financial situation, of his family. Where does the money come from? Yeah, it's it's CRM2 in Canada also. Yeah, they're collecting a lot of information. But the question is, what do they do with that information? And with the goals-based approach, you can pick the most important data from that inventorization of data of the client and use that to put in your advice and connect to your investment portfolio and then conversations and advice is more meaningful and uh, worthwhile for clients also
0: i know you talked to a lot of advisors about this now and and what is their uh reception to to, to this goals-based um approach idea are they are they saying yeah we, w- we want to incorporate this or how do you how do those conversations go with you Yeah, that's a a really good question.
1: Many advisors say, I talk about goals with my clients. So they say they are doing that. Hmm. But I did research by my own financial situation, with three or four banks in in Holland, and they all made an advice for me. And everywhere I uh, gave the same information. From different advisors, I get different reports. And my goals were not addressed everywhere. So everybody is saying we talk about goals, but the question is, do they also do something with that specific goal and use that goal uh, to translate that to a good investment portfolio? And that's what we don't see. So many advisors say that they do that, uh, but a lot of them don't do. And what you see is that clients don't understand investment products, but they do understand their goals. And yeah, it's really important to take that in mind because a lot of advisors are explaining all the risk of the investment portfolio to their client. But the question is, do the clients understand when they get explanation about the the risk of the investment portfolio? What they do understand is their goals. And when you bring that into the meeting, you see there is more balance in the meeting. Because it's not only the advisor that's talking around the advice to explain the risk of the portfolio because he wants to be transparent and manage the expectations of the client. Now, it's it's important that there is more balance because it's also important that the client is talking about his goals to get that information to put in that advice.
0: So, it's not just about talking about the goals, it's also about connecting those goals to, uh, to the investment process. And that, and that is what you're seeing is, is, is missing. So, some people think just talking about the goals is enough, but there needs to be um, that connection between the goals and, and the returns. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a really important one. And, and, and
1: in the past, uh, I had meetings with my client, and my, my boss asked me, Did you have a good meeting? And then I said, Yes, I had a good meeting. My boss asked, yeah, what time did you talk in the meeting? Yeah, I said 90% of the time. My boss asked, did you really had a good meeting? Hmm. And did your client think you had a good meeting? And when you think about that, yeah, I don't think so, because my client was talking 10% of the time. And that's really where it's about. Uh, when you need to uh, bring balance in the meeting and put your client in the center, it's really that he also tells you his story. And you take that into account in your advice and translate that to the best
0: investment portfolio for that specific client. That's great. And I wonder just when that happens, what do you see in the clients? You know, I guess I would imagine, you know, they're more engaged, their energy levels. Like, Do you find that the way the client interacts, their demeanor, would that change in a more client centric conversation? Yeah, that's really what
1: you directly see because when people talk about their life, their goals, you see the energy level is increasing, and people like to tell about themselves. And it's the challenge for the advisor to listen to that client and to do something with that information. So that's a really important moment to see that. And that's yeah, really clear directly in the first meeting when you use the goal-based approach.
0: How does that change in conversation, then impact the relationship with the advisor? What do you see between the client and advisor in a goals-based investing approach? Uh, what, What you see is the setting
1: is changing because it's not the advisor selling the investment portfolio. It's the advisor sitting next to the client, making the plan together and connect the goals to the portfolio. And that's an important one. So you see there will be more trust in the relationship between the advisor and the client. Yeah, that means when there is more trust, there is an increase of assets, more revenue, more profit. It's a win-win for everybody. And we say it: no goals, no advice, no glory. Uh, <laughs> it's really important that you take that approach and instead of pushing products, listen to your client and
0: build that uh, trusted relationship with that client. No goals, no glory. I like that. Um, the uh, We talked about sort of, yeah, meet those goals, connecting to returns. Do you have an example or a use case that you can talk about just to illustrate how the goals-based investing approach would impact returns later on? Let's make an example. Uh, when you have a client of 1 million and uh,
1: the return last year was minus 15, Yeah, the client is coming in the office and you need to explain why the return is minus 15. Is that because of the market or bad investments? Now, many advisors then explain, yeah, minus 15 is better than benchmark. And it's all about the returns. But when you have a goal-based approach, you can also look, yeah, when you gave the advice one year ago, yeah, the probability to save for additional retirement income, for example, is 75% probability to reach that goal. And because of the downside of the market, minus 15, it's now no 75%, but it's 65% probability to reach that goal. And we say when it's higher than 50, the client is still on track. So you have another message to bring in the meeting, uh, not only explain why it's minus 15, but you can also bring in the meeting. It's still realistic that you manage to realize your goal. And then you have more balance in the meeting, and can talk about both things. And yeah, you you bring a positive message to the client at that moment.
0: Um, do you think maybe just to kind of wrap it up? But do you, do you think that it, you know advisors need to adopt goals based? We, we've talked about the changes in, um, you know, the the space, uh, the advice space where. It's not just about investing anymore. But where is this driven by? Is the advisor driving this change, or or is it the clients that eventually going to demand? Um, we want to have you know a different relationship with our advisor. We want to focus on goals. Who's going to drive this this change? Do you think?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think the the drivers are coming from different areas. So uh, the fee based discussion is a driver because uh, everybody is looking for more added value and how to bring that in an efficient way towards your clients. It's an important one. So you see also, um, yeah, assets are going to a next generation. So it's also the digitization uh, that's important because, yeah, relationships between advisor and client are changing. So it's really the question, where is the added value of the advisor? And how to implement that and and, uh, make sure that uh, you stay connected with your client. And then you see that the goal-based approach is really important, but in, in, in that goal-based approach, the advisor is really important because when you ask 10 clients, what's your goal? Nine of 10 don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's really the advice that can help to define that goal, to make that concrete, to implement it, to translate that to the portfolio. So we think, yeah, it's important that... The advisor is seeing this
0: because it's his future, you know? I mean, you, you were anticipating, it sounds like, these changes in, in 2000 when you introduced this approach. How does it feel to kind of maybe see some of this come to fruition over the years, the things that you uh, were thinking of back then? Yeah, it's really nice to see that. But uh, I, I I like
1: that it goes much faster, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's good good to see the change. But it's wonderful to see that more and more clients are, are supported by realizing their personal goals.
0: Great. Well, thank you for sharing some of those personal experiences uh, on, on this episode. And uh, we'll speak to you for the next one. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Brian. See you next time. On our next episode, find out how to turn your Know Your Client into a living document that evolves alongside your clients' shifting needs. This is the Goals Based Investing podcast. Thanks for listening.